Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, just some quick notes before we start. When I recorded this episode, I did it on a different online platform who I will not name. And uh, the hope was that the sound quality would be better. And it was certainly fine when I tested it because I did test it first. And it seemed fine while we were recording it. But a number of issues did appear once I started editing the episode. So I edited this episode three times. I spent a lot of time editing it. And it's definitely broadcast worthy and and very funny. But unfortunately, there are some background noises and clicks and sounds I could not get out. As well, some of Kirsty's comments were distorted, so I had to cut them out. And sometimes when she talks, you'll hear reverb or an echoey sound, which I also tried to edit out, but it's just beyond my capability. And I also believe beyond my equipment's capability. So I do apologize for that. I hope it won't interfere with your enjoyment of this episode. Moving forward, I'll be sticking with Zencaster, who I normally record with, and they've upgraded their system, so the sound quality should improve in future episodes. In the show notes, you'll find hot links to both of Kirsty and Deepak's social media and YouTube channels, as well as hot links to follow the comedy quiz on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Plus, there's links to follow Shuli and myself on social media. If you do enjoy this episode, please do give us a rating and or review. Thank you so much for bearing with me. I do hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Comedy Quiz Podcast. Each show we pit two comedians against each other to play a game of fact or fiction. And now let's welcome your quiz master, David Shore. Thank you, Shuli Cowan. Always nice to be here on the Comedy Quiz fact or fiction today's guests make some of the best comedy shorts i've ever seen and they're joining us today all the way from across the pond in the uk united kingdom let's meet them first she's an actress character comedian producer and writer as we record she's literally up at the edinburgh fringe working on her new show mess her stage credits include nick helms i think you stink emma and the prince and the gym Those are two different things, by the way. TV and film credits include BBC's SAS Survival Guide, E4's Mad on Chelsea, and Lady Brentley's End. Plus, she was a Funny Woman's Award finalist. Please say hello to Kirsty Mann. Hello, Kirsty. Hi. Hi, David. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, Kirsty. And he is a writer, director, and editor who worked at BBC Comedy on both their broadcast and digital platforms, as well as BBC Worldwide as a digital comedy producer. Plus, he was the story producer for the West End run of the popular international stage show, Mortified Live. Please say hello to Deepak Patel. Hello, Deepak. 
Hello, David. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. You are much more reserved than Percy, I must say. Uh, and to point out, there's a heat wave in London, and Deepak is, from what I can tell, naked. So we paint a picture. Kirsty is, is smirking in disgust and also hilarious. She's about to fall. So here. <laughs> I'm just living my best self, okay? No, I don't. Hang on. I don't. Oh, oh Kirsty is uh, showing. Kirsty, it's yeah. not a visual medium. People can't see. We've got some shoulder. She's taken taken her dress down a little bit. This show is E for explicit for a reason. But lovely to have uh, uh, the two of you. Let me explain the way the comedy quiz works. I'm going to read a statement and then each contestant will have to decide if that statement is fact or fiction. Please feel free, as always, to play along at home. And today's main topic is WD-40. Yeah, (laughs) WD-40. D40. Uh, Deepak and, and Kirsty, is it safe to assume that each of you have a can of WD40 at home? Is that, would you have some WD40 around? I'm not convinced I know what it is. <laughs> okay. is or is that WKD? Don't tell her. Don't tell her. WD40, it comes in a little, like a blue can and it's a spray. You use it to, to like, if you've got a, a sticky hinge, it's used, it's got like, you know, tons of okay. things. You sticky hinge. You don't drink it. No, you definitely don't drink it. It's it's used it's used to like loosen things. I mean, you yeah. can try. Yeah, it's like a grease. Okay, and and there's been other episodes where people are like, oh, I don't know who that is or what that is. And done, <laughs> no, but they but they won their episode, so don't worry at all about That's not knowing things. So well, well, let's get to our our first statement. WD forty was created in 1953 by World War II vet and drag racer. Wally Davis, as a method to increase the efficiency and to protect his hot rods engine. Fact or fiction? Deepak, why don't we start with you? I am going to say fact. I feel like if, you, if you're going to go to the effort of creating something like that, you have to have some sort of nerdy niche interest like drag racing. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm going to go with fact. All right, you're going to go with fact. Kirsty, what about, and Kirsty, if you have any questions about drag racing or anything, feel free to ask them. I have limited knowledge about the sport, but feel free to ask any questions you have. Yeah, I don't think I know what that is either. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's where you put a wig and heels and makeup on. And, say, and then you lip sync. Yeah. Is, that, is, is that-, that is one type of drag racing, but car drag racing, it's two extremely fast cars. Like if you were to see it now, they go down, I think a quarter of a mile strip and they're like have jet engines pretty much on the back. Uh, it's very much a very fast race. It's just like accelerate and, and it's over. And like in Greece. So, yes. So that would be a drag race. Yes. That would be a better explanation for those who don't know what drag racing is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the Wait. end, at Thunder Road, they drag race or whatever. So what yeah. year did you say it was supposedly created or invented? In 1953. Okay. Yeah. People might have been drag racing by then. Well, when was Greece? In the 60s. 60s, Greece, 70s? Greece had, no, Greece took place in the, in the 50s. In the 50s. True. So fact. All right. So you're saying fact. <laughs> fact. And- they drag race in Greece. <laughs> okay. I like the logic. And Deepak, you also said fact. Yes. So you're both saying fact. Let's find out. It's fiction. That's right. It was created in 1953, but by San Diego's Rocket Chemical Company as a rust prevention solvent and decreaser for use in the aerospace industry. WD stands for water displacement, and it took 40 attempts to perfect their secret formula, hence the name WD-40. So there you go. We should have known that. Yeah, everyone. I I feel like an idiot now. (laughs) Yeah. 
and not for being topless. Okay, let's move <laughs> on to our next statement. WD-40 was first used by aerospace contractor Convair to protect the outer skin of the Outlast missile from rust and corrosion. That is a fact. It worked so well that one Convair employee, Franklin Miller, stole some cans by hiding them in his lunchbox with the intention of selling the cans to the Soviets. But he was caught when another Conair employee noticed Miller putting one of the cans in his lunchbox. Fact or fiction? Kirsty, why don't we start with you this time? I have a question. Okay. She had her hand up just for people who came. <laughs> why did you want to sell it to the Soviets? Well, you can't say, can you? Well, I mean, it was used in the aerospace industry and it was used to like, for, you know, apparently worked quite well on, on the missiles, right? It, worked, it was used on the Atlas missile. I feel like you would need so many of these cans. You wouldn't just be like selling like the, the couple that you shove in your lunchbox, right? To the Soviets, because mm-hmm. they would want to spray a whole missile. It wouldn't, it wouldn't just be like one can. No, but, but they'd use it as like a sample. Like when you go buy paint from the store, you don't like, you get like the tiny um, quantity. And then you retroactively try yeah, and... Cool. But then when they say, yeah, we, we loved it. Thank you so much. We'd like to buy, you know, several thousand gallons. I'll go and get I'm... my bigger lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will be just get my... Uh... Um, uh, it's no, fiction. All right. So Kirsty says fiction. Deepak, what about you? Fact or fiction? It sounds like the plot of Jurassic Park. <laughs> and also all I was hearing was Con Air, which was just making me think about Nicolas Cage. So I, yeah. what's he got to do with it? I think that's yeah. my accent because it's Convair. Uh, oh. yeah. I'm going to go with... Fi- oh, no. What did you go with, Kirsty? Fiction. I'm going to go with fact just to be contrary. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that maybe the writers or the writer of Jurassic Park is uh, doing a kind of life-imitating art. No, art-imitating life sort of thing. He has to find inspiration somewhere. All right, so Deepak says it's fact. Kirsty says it's fiction. Let's find out. It's fiction. Yes! Oh, <laughs> oh. oh I should have gone with my gut. It, it is fiction. About the volumes of these things. There was no way it was going to be fact. Yeah, this, well, I mean, they could, like, you know, reverse engineer it. That was the whole idea in the lie I made up. I mean, employees, however, did sneak cans out of the Convair warehouse uh, in their lunchboxes and used... Uh, the WD-40 to keep their tools rust-free and to solve car engine problems. So that part is true. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our next statement. There was an actual book published about WD-40 in the 90s called The WD-40 Book, Fact or Fiction? Deepak, why don't we start with you this time? Who would write a book about WD-40? And you can't say who it was written by. No, I can't. It's not part of the statement. Okay. All right. So was there a book in the 90s about WD-40? I mean, yeah, there are some pretty shit celebrities who have books out. Why not give a book to WD-40? <laughs> I'm going to go with fact. There, there must be some niche interest in reading about the finer points of WD-40. All right. So Deepak says fact. Kirsty, what about you? Fact or fiction? Well, if Deepak's saying fact, I'm going to say fiction. <laughs> yeah because let me think about this how many yeah no it's got to be hang on unless there was a scandal <laughs> like the teflon scandal do you know that teflon scandal that everyone's talking about at the moment if there was no. a scandal What's the a really salacious book what would the uh wd-40 scandal be 
Well, you know, like if, if um, I don't want to slander, <laughs> is there any chance we could be done for defamation on by this podcast? Um, so with the Teflon scandal, they've been pumping um, waste product into the local, into the water supply. And so all the locals oh. were coming on well. So if something like that happened, then I can see there being a book. However, David's just given me a hint. What? <laughs> David! <laughs> I, I, didn't, I was coughing. I don't know what I did. I don't, I don't um, know what my hint was. Yeah, I no, what did you say? You said fact. So I'm saying fiction. Okay, so Kirstie's is sticking with it. She's going fiction. Deepak says fact. Let's find out. Sweetheart, it's a fact. Yeah, boy. That's right, it is a fact. And to answer your question, Deepak, the book was written by Jim and Tim, aka the Jim duct tape and guys. Tim. The duct tape guys, Jim and Tim. I don't know if you call duct tape the same thing in the UK. It's a like grayish silver tape that's kind of thick and you like you put it on, it holds Kidnapping everything tape. together. Murder yes. tape. Murder tape. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's, that's what it'd be. So duct tape. And uh, Jim and Tim, they are the duct tape guys who are two guys that love. And they also wrote a book and read a website about duct tape. So they expanded into the world of WD-40 for another one of their novellas, let's say. <laughs> I think Jim and Tim should be on like a watch list. I, I, I cannot assume any good is going to come from them. And their adhesive-based lists and literature. Let's move on to our next statement. The WD-40 website lists over 2,000 uses for the spray, including being able to remove crayon from walls. Fact or fiction? Kirsty, let's start with you this time. Hang on, give me one second while I just Google. No. No. <laughs> No. Cheeky. Um, oh, you're yeah, cheeky. Yeah, I'm going to true because 2,000 users for the spray, I can probably think of a few, and removing crown from wall. Um, yeah, I can see how that would be the case. Okay, if somebody can... recently had to remove crown from the wall, I think, um, yeah, I believe it. All right, so you're saying fact. Deepak, fact. what about you? I'm glad you said fact because... There is no way in hell you can get crap. I've got a two-year-old. I, I should know this. <laughs> and I just feel like if she scribbled on the wall with crayon and I sprayed WD-40 on it, my wife would just shout at me. It's just, it's just <laughs> going to make a greasy mess. Also, what if your paint just absorbs the oil? Mm. I'm never letting you in my house again, Kirsty. <laughs> Especially not with crayons. I've read this very boring story, but I'm going to tell you when... David can edit it out if he wants to. Okay. So there's this white powder and you put it on a sponge and then you rub it all over the wall and it takes everything off the wall. I don't know how it does it. I don't know what it is called. It is not WK. Cocaine. I was going to say cocaine. <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing. And then all your problems just vanish. <laughs> you can't see anything and it's great. Yeah. It's, it's the wonder product. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's, let's, let's recap. Kirsty says it is a fact, right? And Deepak says, fiction, let's find out. It's a fact. What? That's right, Deepak. This would be uh, useful for you. It is oh. a fact. You just spray the WD-40 over the crayon and use a clean cloth or a rag to wipe it off. And I actually, when I saw this, I Googled it and I saw a video. So you can check it out online. It, it, it works. Kirstie has her hand up again. Let's see what she has to Does ask. it work on a black wall? If you see the wall behind Deepak is uh, black. <laughs> 
It's it was blue. a white wall. It's dark blue. It was, oh, oh yeah. So Deepak has like a dark blue mm. wall behind him. I don't know. It was a white wall and they used it, but it was a short video. So I don't know if it did stain, but it is one of the things listed on the website. I feel like what I've lost in points I've learned in life knowledge. So I've lost and won. So yeah. Yes. That's the mission statement of the comedy <laughs> podcast. That you win and lose and learn in life. All right, let's move on to our last statement for this round. Also, according to the website, one of the more unusual uses of WD-40 was by a Texas man who secretly had two girlfriends and said he sprayed himself with WD-40 to mask the scent of the other woman's perfume. Fact or fiction? Deepak, let's start with you this time. Only in Texas. I, I, <laughs> I feel... Are you working for WD-40? Because I have not heard the word WD-40 this many times. Well, it's a topic. In my life. So it, <laughs> is it? Know. It um, is. Okay. A man in Texas has mm-hmm. two different women on the go, and the smartest thing he could think of <laughs> to disguise the smell of, I'm assuming, the smell of their perfume. Yeah. I would not guess. like body odor, or, was WD-40. I feel like if he was a mechanic, maybe that would make sense. Like, oh, yeah, I've just been at the garage. If he was an accountant and came home smelling like a WD-40, that just arouses more suspicion, right? And I feel like Texas, I can imagine a mechanic in Texas with some like rusty-ass van. (laughs) I can't imagine accountants in Texas. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with fact. Okay. Deepak says fact. Kirsty is surprised. <laughs> she has surprised looked at her face. What are your <laughs> thoughts, Kirsty? I'm also imagining this man is a character from the film Cars <laughs> for some reason. The animated film? Yeah. Like, I, for some reason, I can't picture this with the actual humans. So okay. it makes sense that a car would spray himself with WD 40. It does. So here's what I'm thinking I'm thinking this is a man who has not one, but two lovers. So. He must be reasonably attractive. Mm-hmm. And if he stinks... He might be rich. <laughs> oh, yeah. He might be rich. But, um, or famous. No, he can't, oh, he can't famous. because if he was rich, why would he spray himself with WD-40 to disguise his Because he ju- he's become that... What, I think when you, when you... No, not lazy. He's just detached from reality. <laughs> like, he's just like, I want to be like the common man. Like, he doesn't know how much milk costs. He doesn't know what cologne <laughs> the regular man wears. Well, I think that if someone stank of WD-40, I would not. Well. <laughs> Do you think maybe he was trying to put one of them off so he doesn't have to decide, break <laughs> it mean, off? How flammable is it? I don't think it's flammable. I, don't, that, I really don't know. I don't think it is flammable. Uh, I think it's false. I don't think you would do that. Okay. So Kirsty says false. Mm-hmm. Deepak says fact. Let's find out. Sweetheart, it's a fact. What? That's right. It's a fact. Chrissy, you can Google it now and look up. It's on the WD-40 website. (laughs) Was the dude a car? Was his name Lightning McQueen? Steve McQueen? No, Lightning Lightning McQueen. Steve. WD-40 cover up perfume. No, because you might see another fact. Well, we're done with that round. We are done. Uh, with WD-40. And at the end of round Look. one... Oh, Kirsty is... She found why out something. Does, you find? If this is on Reddit, why does WD-40 low-key smell good? Question mark. It's on go. Reddit. That's, <laughs> what, like, 
All right. Doesn't smell let's, good. Apparently. Oh. Let's move on. At the end of round one, we have a tie score of two to two. So we are tied. It is anyone's game going into the speed round. But before the speed round, let's take a few minutes to get to know our contestants. And Kirsty, we've known each other for a number of years, but I just found out that you love musical theater. Uh, When and how did this love blossom? Uh, Yeah, love it. I think I first started loving it when I I was asked to play um, a young prostitute in a a (laughs) local school's production of Miss Saigon. When I By was who? Seven. <laughs> Did you know this adult? By a nice lady called Debbie. Yeah, it was super inappropriate because it was about Vietnamese refugees and I am not Vietnamese. Anyway, what? that was where my um, love for uh, music theatre came about. And I've loved it ever since, really. I recently said on stage, I think I can sing any song from any musical theatre show ever written. And turns out I cannot. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's good Good to know. Uh, and, and Deepak, you took an interesting uh, path into comedy. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, I never wanted to work in comedy or be a filmmaker. I, I wanted to be a pro wrestler, but mm-hmm. unfortunately I'm five foot six and uh, not very muscly at all, as you can clearly see. <laughs> yeah, I... I wanted to be a pro wrestler, so I thought as a teenager, oh, if me and my friends can get hold of a video camera, we could just make background backyard wrestling videos. And like, uh, <laughs> we tried that and it was very embarrassing. Like one of my friend's sisters was just watching from her bedroom window. Like, what are they doing? And we just felt self-conscious and stupid. So uh, we just pivoted and started making funny videos instead. Here you are today on a podcast getting uh, paid nothing. So well done. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it all comes around full circle. It will come for a circle. And and people should definitely check out both of your videos. You work a lot together and they are hilarious. I uh, There are two in particular that I recommend to all my students, my current students when I'm teaching. There is the uh, bun in the oven one, which Kirsty, you are in, which is a perfect example and improv of what is called the game of the scene or I like to call the engine of the scene. And Kirsty, one that you wrote with uh, Michelle. It's Michelle. I'm blanking on Michelle's last name. Farenham. Michelle F- F- Farenham. Sorry. Uh, yes. Called, uh, what was it? Sport, sports break? Health, or? Kick. Health kick. Health kick. Health kick. Yeah. Which is a perfect example in improv of heightening. And they're both yeah. hilarious. And there's lots of other really funny videos. And if you listen to the podcast and you heard the one with Brendan Murphy, he's in quite a few of Deepak's shorts as well. And we'll, at the end of the show, we'll give you uh, where to find those on YouTube. But guess what, everybody? What? Contestants, start your engines. It's time for the speed round. That's right. We're going into the speed round. And in this round, I'm just (gasps) going to ask questions to one contestant at a time. And we tossed a coin. We flipped a coin before the show in case there was a tie in D-Pack. You won. So you get to choose between our two topics, which are cycling and animals that fart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you should see Kirsty's face right now <laughs> i was gonna say she knows, like, she knows one of them really well i don't know which one it's, but I, it's her area of I'm jenny bead so i am very well aware of the latter one or, or, <laughs> also Kirsty is well renowned on gassierotica.com do you know this david i did not no, so, I did basically not. our most successful sketch is uh called farting in bed and uh it was doing crazy numbers and we didn't know why and i looked at the analytics and apparently it was being shared on gassierotica.com well that's a real site it's a real site and there's a lot of weird (laughs) fart enthusiasts online who uh 
take pleasure in watching Kirsty fart. So um. yeah, and it has like if you go onto the website, it will say like if you liked this link, why don't you follow this sub link to even more disgusting videos? Anyway, don't do it. Oh, <laughs> it's like no. a very st- <laughs> a very stinky <laughs> rabbit hole. Weesh. Okay. All right, so Deepak, you need to choose which topic you want to answer, cycling or the animal farts. I mean, I'm going to have to go with what I know, right? Animals farting. No! Okay. <laughs> I can't do animals farting. You cannot. Uh, so Deepak, you want oh. the first... Yeah. Okay. So Kirsty's going to answer for cycling, but Deepak, do you oh, want to go first shoot. or second? I oh. thought we were friends. I <laughs> I didn't understand the rules. That's why I said, uh, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go second. Okay. I think so I, Kirsty, yeah. you were going to go first. These statements are just for you in the topic of cycling. Kirsty, your first statement is the longest tandem or two-person bicycle seated 21 people and was more than 12 meters long. Fact or fiction? Fiction, because tandem is... Has two people and twenty one isn't divided divisible by two. <laughs> Your logic is incorrect, but you are correct. It is fiction. The largest uh, tandem bicycle, at least that they call. It, you're right. They call it a tandem bicycle on the website. It held thirty five people and was more than twenty meters long. So there, I don't know how they actually rode on it, but let's move on to our next statement. Early bicycles were called bone shakers due to their rough rides. Fact or fiction? Fact, because I think I've heard that. Maybe at some point. In fact, because I've been recently riding a bicycle around Edinburgh. Oh, and a lot of cobblestones. Yeah, cobblestones. All right. You know what? It is a fact. Uh, So you're correct there. Oh, damn. Your next statement. A cyclist known as Cycleangelo creates (laughs) GPS drawings by cycling around Canada's capital city of Ottawa. Fact or fiction? Oh, please be fact. Please uh, 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 I don't know anything about Ottawa. Um, Speed is round. Hilly? Is it hilly? Is it hilly? Uh, fact. All right, you're six. It is a fact, and you should all Google Cycleangelo and check it out. All right, Kirsty, uh, in Copenhagen, just as many people commute to work on bicycles as people who drive cars to work. Fact or fiction? Fact. I haven't been to I'm Copenhagen. Sorry, Kirsty. It is fiction. 36% oh, of Copenhagen's. <laughs> yeah, 36% of Copenhagen's workforce ride a bike to work while only 27% drive a car. Okay, and your last statement in this round. Bicycles had air-filled tires before automobiles. Fact or fiction? Fiction. You're saying fiction. I'm sorry. It's a fact. Bicycles did have air-filled tires uh, before the automobile, but you, you picked up, you got a lot there, Chris. You got a lot. Correct. Okay. Deepak, in your preferred, <laughs> everybody wants to answer about, talk about animal farts. So Deepak, these statements are just for you. Herring may swim in large schools in the ocean, but they do not fart. Fact or fiction? No, they can't fart. They don't fart. They're too slender and yeah. So you're saying that's fiction. You're sorry. You're saying that's a fact. That they do not fart. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Deepak. It is fiction. Herring do fart. They release high-frequency uh, sounds what? and a string of bubbles from their anuses, which scientists believe is how they communicate at night without alerting predators. So there you go. Do. <laughs> That's how me and my wife communicate at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's catching on. All right, Deepak, your next statement. Parrots don't fart. 
fact or fiction? They no. It's too much that they can talk and fart. They can't have both. It must, they parrots don't fart. All right, you are correct. It is a fact. Parrots do not fart. Birds do not have gas forming bacteria in their gut, so they do not fart, but they may burp. So well done there, Deepak. Your next statement. It is a fact that clams can clear toxins out of water, and they do this by ingesting the toxins and then converting them into hydrogen, which they then fart or burp out. Fact or fiction? Clams don't have butts. I'm going to say fiction. And you are correct. They cannot fart, but they can vomit. So think about that (laughs) the next time you're, you're eating some clams and enjoy that. Your next statement, lizards can detach their tails when they are in danger, but they cannot fart. Fact or fiction? Oh, so they do not fall off because of the farts. They just get shot off. Um, no, they can't fart. No, they, ca- uh, they, they can't fart. Lizards cannot fart. It's too many talents. You can detach a tail, but you can't also fart. It has to, yeah. So you're saying it's a fact. They cannot fart. Yeah. I'm sorry, just fiction. They can indeed fart. Have you ever seen one? No. Pictures, pictures or it didn't happen. Well, I'm telling you, according to the internet, they can <laughs> fart. All right. Your last statement, Deepak. Crabs are unable to fart. Fact or fiction? Ah, crabs look like gassy little freaks. They can, they can fart. So that's fiction because they can fart. You're saying fiction. I'm sorry, Deepak. It is a fact. Crabs are unable to fart. And... It's time to tally the score. Who's the winner? And it's a very close one. Deepak, you blew it there in the last question. The winner by a score of five to four is the one and only Kirsty Man. Let's hear it for Kirsty. Yeah, the crowd is very excited about Thank about you. That. I thank my mother and my father. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Thank your mother and father. And also for Deepak for giving you the apparently easier topic of cycling. And that brings us to the end of the show. I'd like to thank our contestants, Kirsty Mann and Deepak Patel. You can follow Kirsty on Twitter at Kirsty Mann. That's K-U-R-D-Y-M-A-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N